Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to part two of this episode of Steelers Friday Night Six Pack. If you're watching me live on YouTube or Facebook, thank you for sticking with me. If you're if you if you downloaded part two, thank you for that too. And thank you for all the people who stuck with me in the live chat. We have a full a, a big house tonight. This is great. People want to talk about that game, I think. And let's see. You know, Mark Tobin is in here. Russ Obenstein, a couple of legends, or they joined us as I was rambling on and on in the first half. And Russ says, uh, he says, Lane and Samuels, meaning Justin Lane and Jalen Samuels, need to be cut. Well, uh, certainly wasn't a, a, a spectacular night for uh, for Justin Lane. He didn't, I think he recovered a fumble, right? Uh, but he, otherwise, he didn't really look great. Uh, Samuels, you know, he 20 yards and 11 carries, I think, or 13 carries. Wasn't a great night. I don't know if they're not going to be cut right away, but. They certainly didn't do much to to change opinions about about uh, what people think of of their play uh, coming into the season. A lot of people weren't were kind of iffy about Samuels and same with Lane uh, coming into his third year. So they didn't do much on Thursday to to uh, change minds. But I thought. You know, James Pierre looked pretty good. Not great, but, you know, I think for his first uh, preseason action, he looked he looked decent enough. I think he had a couple of uh, pass breakups. Um, 
he gave up a couple of plays, but you know, he's a young corner. So that's going to happen. Uh, you can't judge a player on a few, uh, you know, you can't solely judge a, a player on five or six plays in a preseason game. You have to, you have to uh, take into account what, what, what they're doing in the preseason or I'm sorry, in training camp that, that factors in more than we think, even though I think the preseason weighs in heavily, I think training camp weighs in uh, more than we think it does. So, I, I thought Pierre looked pretty good. Mark Gilbert looked okay. Um, some people were talking about J- Jameer Jones. He looked he looked really good. Buddy Johnson, I think when he got in there, as far as he didn't put up a lot of stats, but as far as uh, inside linebacker play, and again, you have to take it for grant with a grain of salt. It was um, late in the game with a lot of third, fourth stringers, but I thought he looked pretty active. Um, I was really excited about uh, to see Quincy Roche get a, a sack. Because uh, he dominated at, at Temple. He really did dominate. 26 and a half sacks at Temple. He was an all-conference an all player there. player uh, Defensive player of the year. Um, and he, he, he did pretty well in Miami in his senior year. So I was, I was anxious to see how he would do against a competition that you know, was, would be equal or lower in terms of, at least in terms of, pe- of draft pedigree. So that was nice to see him get that sack. Um, and before I continue, I have a, uh, a, um, super chat that I missed, or I'm, I'm just coming up on a $5 super chat. Let's see who was that, who was that by? I gotta, I gotta find those. Very important. Very important. Ah, here we are. Thanks, Mean Joe. And thanks, Mean Joe just, just puts in five bucks. Well, that is fantastic. I, uh, no, no comment or anything. I, I, I appreciate the $5. Uh, thanks, Mean Joe. And, um, as far as I'm concerned, you're up there with number 75 in terms of uh, all-time great super chat donators. A five dollars with with no comment attached to it. Not that we don't like comments; we love them. But that's really, really selfless. So, wow! You remember Mean Joe, as dominant as he was, he took up a lot of uh, blocks for people like Elsie Greenwood and Dwight White and, and Ernie Holmes and John Banizak. He, he did a lot of that heavy lifting so they could get some glory. So that's what you're doing. You're you're uh, giving us five bucks and not even wanting us to read a comment for it. So that's really, that's really appreciated. Um, Russ Obenstein says, I did make it to four training camps and can easily tell Canada is not showing a lot, very little of what I saw in training camp. Yeah. Well, that's, that's kind of my point. And you, 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 you really backed that up nicely. Um, Russ, it was such a vanilla offense. It's hard to, Evaluate backup quarterbacks um, based on on uh, a preseason game. So it's hard it's hard to tell like where Mason Rudolph is. But I will say this about training camp: is you're you're coming into uh, the preseason game, you were you were hearing more great things about Haskins than you were about Rudolph as far as uh, what he was doing in practice. So maybe that's something we should pay attention to over these next few weeks of training camp is if he continues to, to make news as far as his performance at Heinz field, then, you know, that might uh, be a, an indicator of, of what they're, they're thinking of him and, and where he might wind up on the depth chart at the, uh, at the you know, final cut down day. So that's a good, good observation, Russ. I want, I want to touch on a few more players uh, from Thursday's game, obviously, uh, Presley Harvin 
was fantastic in his debut. He, he punted the whole game, 45.8 yards per punt. Uh, he had a few down inside the 20, including one. It might He, he might never have a, a better punt in his whole career, ironically enough, than the one he downed inside the one. There were like three players downing the ball, and I thought for sure one of them was going to uh, step on the goal line and turn it into a touchback. Not that it would have mattered because it was still going to, it wouldn't have taken away what he did as far as that punt. It was, it was like, it just basically died at the one. It was, it was perfect. So he certainly did a lot for his, uh, for himself and um, lived up to the hype and the, and, and what people were expecting of him as far as uh, his ability to, to pry that job away from Jordan Barry once and for all. I mean, not that it's a done deal. Jordan Barry didn't get a chance to uh, defend himself as far as be, of punting on Thursday, but Harbin really, uh, really uh, looked great. So if he can continue to punt like that, there's no way he's uh, <coughs> he's not going to. Excuse me, he's not going to win that job. So congrats to him. Now, um, just want to talk about another thing. Uh, it was a kind of a shocker on Friday, and that was the news reported by Adam Schefter. It's not really news; it's kind of a rumor that, according to some source that he has, and you know he's Adam Schefter for a reason. His sources are usually pretty reliable. James Washington, the Steelers' fourth-year receiver, has requested a trade, and the reason being is uh, a decline in playing time. And I mean, I can see his point. You know, uh, if it is true, if 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 the if the the rumor is true that he ha has requested a trade, I can certainly understand his frustration. I think you know, if you put yourself in his shoes, if you if you if, you know, we've all been in that situation at work or some other area of our lives that are important to us, and, and maybe you feel like you're being held back, and you feel like you can do more. And you feel like if you if you just got a chance, you would you would really um, be able to show out and 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 basically advance your career, you know, get promoted or make more money. So I can definitely see where Washington's coming from because when when he has had the opportunities, with the exception of his rookie year, which was a, a disaster, there's no question about it. I mean, he didn't really do a whole heck of a lot. Um. But in his limited time, uh, chances since then, he's done really well. I mean, look what he did in 2019 when he led the, the team in receiving yards, catching passes from Duck Hodges and Mason Rudolph all year. You know, so that was, I mean, to me, that showed me a lot, his 2019 season. But, you know, uh, they drafted Chase Claypool last year, and, and Deontay Johnson factored heavily into their offense right from day one. And, of course, Juju. Uh you know, so he, his his chances were going to be limited last year. Nobody knew how much because I don't think anybody realized how. I mean, people were hopeful, but I don't think people realized how great Chase Claypool would be in his rookie year. At least how how very good he would be. But I think we all assumed that Smith Schuster would would leave as a free agent, and then Washington would get his chance. And he probably thought that too. And he was probably as shocked as anybody when. Uh, Juju re-signed here for that one-year deal uh, shortly after free agency kicked off in March. So that essentially put Washington back as the number four guy. He's he's the odd man out, or I guess the even man out, however you want to say it, as the uh, 
fourth receiver. Um, but you know, I, I, I'm going to be interested to see how the fans ultimately respond to this. So far, it's been really supportive from what I've read and, and heard people understand his situation. First of all, he's, a, he's just a quiet, humble, hardworking guy. So he's an easy guy to like if you're, if you're a, a, a fan. So that's probably one of the reasons why people are, are kind of seeing his side of things. If he was on Twitter saying, you know, you know, trade me or cut me, I want to, you know, and people might be, have a different opinion, but uh, so far so good as far as the, the fan support. But I think people are also, what I don't get from, from this is, is people are just saying, okay, he said he wants traded. Well, what can they get for him? They need, they need to try to get something for him now. Like, no, they don't. They don't, have, they don't, they don't need to honor his wishes at all. And I'm not, again, I understand his, his, his uh, frustrations, but you know, you know how NFL seasons uh, unfold. I mean, one minute you're the number four guy on, on, on the, uh, on, a, on the uh, depth chart. Next thing you know, you're starting because of a rash of injuries. If you remember the 2016 season, by the time the playoffs rolled around, they had Antonio Brown and really nobody of any repute. If that's the right word I'm looking for. Nobody of uh, significance behind him. Uh, Sammy Coates was hurt. I think uh, Darius Hayward Bay was hurt. They had Kobe Hamilton. Uh, as one of the starters heading into the playoffs, I think. So, <laughs> you know, it can change pretty quickly. So if I'm the Steelers, you know, unless he's re- really causing a, a, a lot, uh, like a, a, a lot of trouble, which he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would do that at all. There's no indication in his, that he would be that kind of a pl- player that would, that would, that would cause um, a distraction like that. If you want to call it a distraction, I don't really think of it as a distraction, but a lot of people do. When, when, when players are vocal, I would say, look, look, James, we, 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 we could, we might need you. We're going to do everything we can to, to, to make you a part of the offense. But even if, it, even if it doesn't, if that doesn't happen, we might need you at some point and we need you to stay ready. We need you to keep working. We need you to stay focused because you never know. And besides that, Maybe they already, in their minds, they already have Juju out the door next year because they know that the salary cap's going to be going to increase next year, and he's probably going to want the kind of. We know he want, he's going to want that kind of deal. That you know, that's, that's talking about uh, Juju. That's uh, befitting a number one type receiver. Whether you think he's number one, number two, he's probably going to command a big raise next year, probably double what he's making this year, which is about eight million dollars. Um, so, uh, you know, they might have plans for Washington next year. I, I said this on Twitter the other day, he might be their Cam Sutton, you know, the guy that they, that, that gets a raise, maybe not the kind of raise that Juju gets, but, or, or that Mike Hilton got, but a raise and a promotion as far as how he's going to factor into the offense next year, because, um, you know, if, if Juju leaves and you trade James Washington, now you're down. You're, you're you're the deepest receiver in the NFL thing is down to two receivers, and who knows after that? You can talk about uh, Rico Bussy all you want. And he's still unproven. I remember when Justin Brown, people were excited about him. Remember him, the receiver from I think it was Penn State, and he made the team, but he didn't do anything. So, you know, um, 
I would, I wouldn't, you know, just because he's asking for a trade, I wouldn't trade him. You know, people are always like, people are saying, can you get a fourth or a fifth round pick for him? What can you get for him? I don't care about the fifth round pick from 2022 right now. I'm worried about the 2021 Pittsburgh Steelers and their prospects. And one, one of the things that makes them so special on offense or, or, or can potentially make them special is the fact that they're four deep at receiver. They have four receivers who can, who, who all can wreak havoc if given the chance. And I don't want to get rid of one of those guys just because he's unhappy with his, with his uh, playing time uh, just to get a fifth round pick for next year. Who cares? I mean, they, they hand those uh, compensatory picks out like, like Tic Tacs every year. So if you don't get a fourth or fifth round pick for Washington, you might get one just, just because next year. So, no, I'm not getting rid of James Washington. I'm keeping him around. You know, again, I'm going to do whatever I can if I'm Matt Canada or Mike Tomlin to make him happy, get him to factor into the offense, but I'm not getting rid of him. No way. No way. I'm not doing it. Sorry. I'm worried about 2021. And I could care less about next year's draft class and, and making up for that fifth round or fourth round pick or whatever it was they traded to get louder milk in this past draft. I could care less. That's next year's problem. You know, you got to worry about putting the best team on the field for 2021. And as far as I'm concerned, that includes James Washington as your number four receiver. So, because you never know who's going to be number two, right? It can, it, it can happen just like that in the NFL. We see it all the time. Uh, one position gets totally ravaged by injuries. And next thing you know, you're signing guys off the street. Well, if you, keep, if you keep James Washington on the roster, you don't have to do that. Maybe you have to sign somebody off the street or off the practice squad, but he's not going to factor into your game plan because you have James Washington, who can, who's can who been in the system for four years now and who's also who's, who's shown you the ability, that he has the ability to be a, a big-time playmaker, at least in spurts. So you have him on your roster. He's a former second-round pick. So I'm like, sorry, James, but, you know, You'll get your shot next year in free agency if we can't re- if we can't resign you, but we're not just going to give you away just because you're unhappy, you know. So, and I think he's he's got the the uh, right mindset from what I've seen of the guy over the last four years. Again, he's a hard worker. He's a he's a respectful guy. He's a quiet guy. He's not going to cause a problem. He might be he might get mad. He might you know. Um, not be the happiest guy in the world in 2021, but he's not going to be a toxic quote unquote toxic member of that locker room. He's not going to be a cancer. That's just not who this guy is from outward appearances anyway. So that's my opinion on James Washington, just because somebody, uh, and I find that funny. That's, that's where people go immediately. The second somebody says, I want to be traded. They go right to the, what can I get for him? What can I get for him? Instead of saying, well, they don't have to trade him. Just because he asked for a trade doesn't mean they have to trade him. You know, they can still keep him on the roster. And and I think that's more beneficial to them than a fifth round pick in, in next year's draft. So those are my thoughts on James Washington. And I will take some questions and comments to round out the show. And we'll start with Mark Tobin, who said a while back, Pierre, meaning James Pierre, never got burned. So I'll take that. There you go. That's a good point. He didn't get burned. He didn't look lost. He didn't, he didn't look great, but he didn't look horrible either. He looked, he had flashes. So I think you'll take that uh, for his first extensive game day action. 
And thanks, Mean Joe asked, maybe rhetorically, how much faith can you put into one preseason game? Preseason game. And if it's a rhetorical question, you probably already know the answer, but I'll answer it for you. And that is not much. It's just one game. And even the dress rehearsal games are not like they used to be. What what is Ben play now like three series if he you know if that uh, same with the rest of the starters they're not in there for for very long uh, even in the next to last game so you know I think it, it's it's important to uh, you know see what these guys a lot of these younger guys can do because you know you know what Ben can do you know what TJ Watt can do you know what Cam can do I mean uh, they're not going to prove anything in the preseason it doesn't mean you don't want them to, to play a little bit. Of course you want them to play and, 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 and knock some of the rust off, but they're doing that in practice too. You know, maybe not as much as they did in the eighties when, when players went at it, you know, two a days for six straight weeks, but they're still uh, getting their, um, getting their feet wet and, and, and getting used to the contact again. And you're hearing stories out, out of camp of, of, you know, these scrums, uh, uh, taking place like with <laughs> Kendrick Green and Cam Hayward and those guys going at it, which it's great. I and mean, we know, we know Cam is going to come to play every day, preseason uh, training camp or regular season. He's going to be in your face all the time. So it was nice to see a, a young player like Kendrick Green, not backing down because, you know, he came into the league with a reputation of being aggressive. And you saw that when he was, when he found out he was drafted, the intensity he showed him and his family that night in his living room. So it was nice to see and hear about Green, uh, mixing it up with these uh, veteran guys who, you know, maybe another guy would be intimidated by, by a Cam Hayward. I mean, you probably, you probably grew up watching this guy and now he's, he's uh, scrimmaging, scrimmaging against him in, in training camp. So, uh, you know, these guys uh, just cause they don't play in the preseason a lot. doesn't mean they're not again, uh, putting in the work in training camp. So not much to quote uh, Mark Tobin. Let's see what's this from Russ. And he says, I noticed they introduced a new call called holding more call last night than we had in 10 games last year. Uh, I don't remember. Um, there weren't many penalties last night. If, if you, I, I think they only had three penalties unless you're talking about the Cowboys. And Steeler Chick 46 says Eagles were seen as early landing spot for Washington. But that's only if the Steelers want to uh, trade them. And I, I, again, unless he's causing a, 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 a lot of noise, which I get, he doesn't seem like the, the, the type that would do that. Why would you want to trade James Washington? Why? Just because you can get a mid-round pick for him? I mean, what's more valuable? What he could possibly do for them in 2021 as far as winning games or getting a fifth-round pick or a fourth-round pick in 2022? You know, I mean, to me, you got to worry about 2021 first. You got to do what's best for now. And then you worry about 2022 then. I, like fifth round picks like that's like the draft pick stuff. I know a lot of people get excited about that. I re- believe me. I know people fight over, you know, fifth round picks uh, two years down the road. If you, if they trade one of those, one of those away. So I get it, but I don't care. I just don't care because, you know, a lot of things can happen between now and 2020, the 2022 NFL draft, uh, namely a, a, big playoff run by the Steelers. And to me, that's more exciting than the draft. So uh, they can worry about that next year. 
I'm keeping James Washington on the roster. Um, again, provided he's not, he doesn't turn into like AB uh, Junior, which I just don't, I can't see that in a million years happening. And Brandon Lee asks, anyone know how long training camp practices are? You mean as far as uh, a single practice, the uh, duration? I want to say they're two hours. I think they're two hours. As far as how long they're open until the, uh, to the public, I think they're open until the 18th. I think they, their last uh, open practice is the 18th of August, and then, and then that's it. Then it's on to finishing out training camp. Break, I think they break camp by that point, although I guess you don't really do that now if you're at Heinz Field. Uh, but then but certainly you, you start getting into regular season mode, meaning, you know, uh, dwindling or whittling, whittling down your roster and playing out the rest of the preseason and then, and then getting ready for the bills on, uh, what September 9th. And Paul Scherf says of James Washington, I knew, I knew, I knew this would be a, 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 a popular subject. He says, James Washington is a known value player. I could see him bringing a nice compensation to the Steelers. There are a, a number of teams where he would be their number two. Well, it all depends on what you mean by compensation. If you mean a second round pick, something like that, I mean, that would be, that would be value, but it's not going to happen. Nobody's going to give up a second round pick for a, a player that's in the final year of his rookie deal. It's just not going to happen. Especially somebody who, yeah, I, I've just touted his, his uh, abilities. I think he has, a tremendous amount of ability, but you know, he doesn't have the, the overall resume other than 2019 to, to, to back that up. You know, he doesn't have the, the stats to, to back it up. He just has the, you know, what you, what you, you know, that, you know, that what he did in 2019 mainly as far as, as the kind of player he can be. But, you know, if you're talking about uh, a fourth or fifth round pick, that's to me, that's not great compensation at least when you when you weigh it against what he can we could, what he could be for this team in 2021 you know to me i think people um, and i talked about this before people they sometimes you just have to let a guy leave as a free agent and get nothing for him you know you just have to let that happen every now and then you know i mean that's what the draft is for it's re, it's for replenishing uh, those guys that leave um it's just it's just the, the way of life. Sometimes you just have to let a, a, a player play out his rookie deal or whatever um, his second or third contract, whatever he's on. And, and if he decides to leave, he decides to leave. And if you get nothing back for him, that's just how it goes. Because you you know you have to do all you can to win with that player while he's here. And then that, to me, that's that's what he's here for is to help you win games, not you know. Um, uh, not to be flipped as an asset for for draft picks or something, you know. So, let's see what else we have here. And Jason Durden echoes some sentiments I shared earlier. He says, "God forbid, there's a wide receiver injury and he's gone." Exactly. You know, we saw what happened back in 2014 at the running back position. They cut LeGarrette Blunt because he, he walked off the field early. He was disgruntled, and there really wasn't a, a true backup behind him, behind Le'Veon Bell, I mean. And uh, 
they were screwed for the playoffs. I mean, Bell was hurt the fourth quarter of the final regular season game when they were going for a division championship and they were screwed. He was their whole offense that year. He was their whole, everything, especially down the stretch. The, the, the entire, like he was essentially the, their entire workload and they didn't have him around for the playoffs. And it was all, it made all the difference in the world. They had nothing. They had no answers for the, for the Ravens in that wild card game. So yeah, like I'll say it one more time, less Washington, just causes a major ruckus. <laughs> I would keep him because keeping him versus getting a fifth round pick or even a fourth round pick next year to me, him being here is way more valuable than him get netting you a, a mid round draft pick for for next spring. So. What's up, Just Me? I see Just Me's in the live chat, so welcome, Just Me. You know I'm getting ready to sign off. I'm not gonna lie. All right. All right. What else we have here? Before I sign off, let's scroll down to the bottom. And Russ says, I was glad they got Najee out of there. Micah Parsons, he's the uh, former linebacker from Penn State. Really good uh, prospect, I think. I'm really impressed by him. He looked great. He was all over the field. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was a he was a beast. There, there was a reason why a lot of people are really excited about him. Uh, maybe possibly falling to the Steelers because uh, he's. A, I think he's going to be a difference maker in, in the middle of that defense. Um, trying to think of who else. I, another thing I want to talk about uh, before I sign off, like Matthew Sexton. That's, this is like. Um, the stock people put in, in, in preseason games, he's a receiver. He, he, he had a, a, a big punt return last night, 36 yard punt return. And now people are saying he's going to be, he's going to push Ray Ray McLeod for that uh, punt return role. And I say to that, slow your roll because uh, I think Ray Ray McLeod did a ton last year to win that job. I mean, you saw the difference he made as a punt returner in a couple of games. And he factored into into Canada's well when, when Canada still had had a influence in the offense early in the year, they kind of tried to utilize him. You know, I realize it's going to be hard to, to with all the, all the uh, weapons they have, it's going to be kind of hard to utilize a, a player like McLeod in the offense. But my point is, I, I don't think you, you could put too much stock in one return. And I realize it, you know we had a long off season, and people want to have these these hard takes about about you know the first game but i think ray ray mcleod you know sexton would have to have one whale of a of a preseason as far as returning kicks and punts in order to pry that job away from uh from ray ray i think he he's he's established as that guy you know never say never but i i i would be shocked if um if that one return alone uh made uh, Ray Ray McLeod uh, have a sleepless night and have some sleepless, sleepless nights moving forward. I think his job is still safe as the uh, primary punt returner for the Steelers. Having said that though, I mean, Sexton, if you're a young un- unproven player, like that, an undrafted player, you want to make a name for yourself. And he certainly did that. So it uh, doesn't mean they can't keep both of them as far as uh, special teams. Um, uh, 
if you know if if he if he shows out in other areas of of uh, special teams, you never know. I mean, it's uh, all he can do is uh is uh put on a good show for the coaches and 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 let the chips fall where they may. And you know, if he doesn't catch on here, I mean, there's always teams. Well, other teams are watching. So, uh, good luck to Matthew Sexton. But I don't think he he's uh again. I don't think he's um he's suddenly the uh, a favorite to, to steal Ray Ray's uh, job just yet. So we'll have to give that more time. And on that note, I will uh, bid you all adieu. And uh, I thank you for sticking with me. I thank you for the $5 super chat donation. Thanks, Mean Joe. Thank you for that. And uh, it was a fun night. And uh, I'm glad we got got to watch some, uh, some Steelers football for the first time in over six months, seven months almost on Thursday. And, and um, the next game coming up is next Thursday against the Eagles in Philadelphia. So we'll have some more stuff to talk about next Friday. And we'll have this game to talk about on the hangover on Monday with Brian and uh, Shannon White. So I'll talk to you guys then. But uh, in the meantime, please keep checking back to behind still curtain, the website for more news and everything else and commentary film breakdown uh, check out the uh, our other podcasts. We have so many. We have you can find them anywhere on YouTube, on Facebook, and and on any any audio platform. So uh, we appreciate your support. I think it's the best Steelers uh, site on the internet, and it's certainly the 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 hardest working. I know that much. I mean, these guys are tireless in the content that they bring you. So please check us out. But until I talk to you again, you guys have a great weekend and go Steelers. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.